Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Texas oil and gas regulators with close financial ties to the fossil fuel industry are posing a major hurdle to the Biden administration's climate agenda. The agency in question is the Texas Railroad Commission, which is led by three Republican regulators, Wayne Christian, Christy Craddock, and Jim Wright. They've been promoting the Texas oil and gas industry, while also opposing the Biden administration's push to tighten oversight of methane releases. That's a key hurdle to the White House's goal of slashing emissions of methane in half by 2030. At the same time, those three commissioners are taking in millions of dollars from the fossil fuel industry, which they're tasked with overseeing and regulating. So today, Politico's Ben LaFave on the Texas commissioners who could stymie Biden's methane cuts. It's Tuesday, June 13th. The Railroad Commission has been around for decades, but it hasn't overseen the state's like railroads for years and years and years. It's a confusing name. What it is, it's a three-person commission that basically oversees the oil and gas industry within the state. And one of the things they do is if a company wants to flare or vent its gas, it will ask the Railroad Commission if it can flare the gas, which means burn it, and that will produce some methane. Or in worst case scenario, it'll ask if it can just vent the gas, which is not supposed to do. And I don't think they actually give permission on that, but that is just releasing the gas into the air. It does happen, though. And the Railroad Commission, in that regard, has been, critics will say, very accommodating for letting companies do this. So the Texas methane emissions have been, in the past, very high. And given that Texas's status is like the largest oil and gas producer, it's also one of the largest sources of methane emissions in the country from the oil and gas industry, partly because the Texas critics will say the Railroad Commission allows companies pretty freely to to vent or to flare their gas. The other thing that it does is they're very territorial. When the Biden administration's EPA came out and said, well, we're going to try to have a new rulemaking that would crack down on methane emissions, even if this new rulemaking, as written, would give companies money to kind of retrofit their operations to help crack down on methane emissions, the commission came out before the rules even finalized and said, we're going to fight it pretty much no matter what it says. So that's another way. Kind of one is a more standard practice way. And another way is kind of like just out and out in the courtroom fighting the Biden administration's efforts to crack down on methane. Got it. And you're reporting the agency's three Republican commissioners who are all elected are financially enmeshed with the state's oil and gas industry that they're supposed to be regulating. So how deep are these financial ties? They're really deep. The commissioners receive each hundreds and thousands of dollars in campaign contributions from oil and gas related contributors. We tallied up, I mean, this is just from last year. The commissioner, Christy Craddock, received a million point two in campaign contributions, just contributions from companies that are doing business in the oil and gas industry in the state and in some instances have direct cases pending before the commission. In other cases, they hold a lot of stock in companies that they oversee. So when these companies do well, when these companies are able to sell their oil and gas, the commissioners do well and and with dividends. They they might get money from Chevron or from Occidental or from other like Pioneer Natural Resources. Another instance, Commissioner Jim Wright, 
I mean, he's an executive or sits on the board of a whole host of waste management companies that do business in the Texas oil fields. When we say like waste management, we mean like they're hauling away fracking fluid or other waste material from well sites. So you can see where their livelihoods or their political livelihoods are dependent on receiving a lot of money from an industry that they're supposed to be regulating. Wow. And so what are some ways the commission then has promoted or protected the state's oil and gas producers? They've more generally, they really give a free hand to companies in the state. There's a lot of complaints from environmental groups or just good governance groups that if it's something that may impede the oil and gas industry at all, the commission is going to fight against it. You know, one of the things that really interested me was when we were looking at the Biden administration's moves to crack down on methane emissions, that what the EPA is looking at would actually some of the larger companies say they like. They're they're saying, look, the EPA is going to take the guesswork out of methane emissions. They're going to give us money to kind of help tighten down the hatches on our well sites. We think that this will help kind of everyone in general. A particular concern for some of the larger companies is they call like the social license they have. And if the EPA is helping them to crack down on emissions, that's a good thing. The commission is siding with smaller companies who are saying, well, it's still going to be too costly and we're not for this. They're very protective of the industry, even when some critics say it's not necessarily in the overall industry's best interests. Right. And then how are the commissioners and the oil and gas producers defending themselves They're saying, look, the methane emissions in the state have fallen from peaks and the commissioners themselves aren't necessarily violating any of the state's ethic rules, which are both true. But as we note in the story, as far as the first issue is concerned, companies will say it's not necessarily the commission's leadership that has helped crack down on methane emissions. A lot of it was larger companies kind of seeing the writing on the wall and tightening the screws and trying to cut back on their own emissions, while the smaller 50% of companies are just kind of letting their flaring flag fly. As far as the ethics laws, that's also true, but that's also kind of points to these really weak Texas ethics statutes. The ethics rule for the committee states, we're going by the state constitution that commissioners have to report if they uh, have personal interest in any issue or any company that comes with an issue. But then it doesn't define personal interest. And when you go to the Texas Constitution, it still doesn't define personal interest. (laughs) So it's kind of like you keep going up and it's like there's nothing here that anyone could point to and say this is exactly what they're violating. There's just nothing written. Also, on Monday, the Biden administration urged a federal court to reverse its April decision that struck down a ban on gas hookups in Berkeley, California, as a violation of federal energy efficiency law. In a legal brief, officials from the Justice and Energy Departments argued the ruling, quote, throws a wrench into the federal energy efficiency program. The ruling also raises questions about dozens of similar bans passed by states and cities around the country. The defense from the Biden administration comes as the House is expected to vote this week on Republican legislation to bar the Consumer Product Safety Commission from banning gas stoves and the Energy Department from issuing new efficiency regulations on the appliances. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. 
Chevron is striving to lead the way in the energy transition. They're working to deploy carbon capture and producing renewable fuels, developing multiple solutions today while forging new paths to the future. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash energy in progress.